0: Previously on
1: The Lupe and Royce Show.
0: Let me tell you something, brother, from one to another, as you sit there gobbling those treats, why don't you share a piece to your homeboy? Bring me some of that joy. (laughs) Listen, I'm a beast on the poetry side. Don't get it. Don't get it confused. It just flows. The Lupe and Royce Show is a say what media production. That was pretty good. What's up, y'all? This is Lupe Fiasco. And it's my birthday! 39 years old.
2: What's up, y'all? This is Royster59. I ain't realized Lupe was only 39 years old. You little whippersnapper, happy birthday.
1: And this is Tom. Happy birthday. We are far from having a regular show today.
2: Oh, we so, so far from that.
1: You got to quite the, the show planned uh, for today to celebrate your birthday, Mr. Lupe Fiasco. I but know before because...
0: Okay, let me stop. Let me, before I'm gonna just before we and get and into it, let it happen. Okay. Bef-
1: mm. Before we get into the festivities, we got yeah. we to we got to knock out a few, a few normal things, a few normal things. Then we're gonna get heavy. We're gonna get heavy into this.
2: Well, before we get heavy into that shirt, yeah, where'd you get that shirt?
1: <laughs> this one. Yes, I made this one. Is
2: okay, that another can just one? Just make yourself.
1: I went online to buy one. Well, actually, the real the real truth is I, I asked my dear friend for one, and he said it'd be easier if you just made one than me having to go to the post office and ship yeah, you one. It would
2: be, it would be very. Man, listen, bro. I wish I would ask my man for a motherfucking some merch on his birthday. What I look like? What I look like, bro? I might as well go up in the church and smack the reverend, bro. I'm a goddamn man. What we got, Donald? <laughs>
1: Hey Royce, before we get into this, <laughs> I want to give I want to give the stage to you for a second. You got a, you got a live e concert coming up on March eleventh. Yeah, you do. Yeah, Tell so us I'm, a little bit about this.
2: I'm gonna be in there doing a the robot because it's an e concert, you know. And I got to do as the Romans do. It's my first. It's my first um, online show, and. Um, I partnered up with these with these people with these really cool people who got like all of this really cool like uh, technology and shit where you can like you can build out your own stage set and um you can actually when you perform it you can actually see all of the people and um you can put certain people in like a VIP on screens and shit and when you're performing you can actually talk to those, to those people they can you can hear them and they can hear you. Oh wow, it's like, that's crazy! I, got, I still haven't seen that. It is pretty person. cool. Yeah, I haven't seen it in person, but um, but I'm excited about I'm excited about doing it because I haven't I've never seen anything like that before. So, and I I told myself I wasn't doing any shows during the pandemic because um I had a, a whole lot of people offer to like come up here and shoot me to do a show. I just be like, nah, I'm cool on that. I even had somebody challenge me to box. I'm cool on that too. But this right here, this is like they moved the goalposts around a little bit with this one. Because I That's can see, cool. I can see the people. And then I can like if it was back in my cheating days, I could put like my side chick right here in VIP. I can have my wife on the other side. That's what Mike Tyson used to do. He had Robin Givens on one side of the arena. And they have he have Naomi Campbell on the other side of the arena. It's fa- it's fantastic.
1: And this is all going down March 11th, right?
2: Absolutely. All right. March 11th. It's going to be Grammy Energy.
0: Oh, it's, 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 gonna be it's Grammy uh be Grammy Energy attached to it.
2: Uh well, when I first booked it, um initially I thought the Grammys were going to be in LA, and but they um it's going to be virtual this year. So I'm going to just do the show and come home, and I'm going to be watching from my computer. But I don't know exactly how they're setting it up, but it's going to be virtual. Mm. They moved it back to try to, to do a, a ceremony, but I guess things didn't. Not going to happen. I think they thought things were going to go back to normal, and uh, they, they were let down. We're
1: getting closer and closer to normal.
2: Why? Why do you feel like that? I don't know. I, I feel like there's nothing. hope. There's hope. We got vaccines. Yeah, I got hope. I got hope. I just my hope is just not making me feel like things are getting closer and closer. I that's feel like, like we're getting closer and closer. That's not hope.
0: Like that's not def- then you ain't got hope. <laughs> hope that's the definition. <laughs> he of doesn't hope. have hope. <laughs> is that things I are going to get better when it's not when you <laughs> Can you read? Can you read, bro? I
2: got hope. I got hope that you will respect me on your birthday, bro.
0: You right. You <laughs> know what? I got hope. You know what? It's my birthday. I'm going to respect you. Yeah, All man. right, now, I apologize. before we doing? get – I do have one little
1: interesting tidbit <laughs> here now. You guys kind of harassed me a little bit last week about giving away a T-shirt to a T-shirt winner, right? Yeah, Jay vin the Rapper. However, the do. okay. Well, Jay, Jay vin the Rapper sent us something this week. I'm, I would like to play just a tiny little bit of it oh, man. for both of you to hear. Is that a PlayStation Are you PlayStation ready for PSP?
0: this? What's that? Your phone? Oh, oh. it's my
1: phone. Ah, it it's my phone. Like Excuse me. My- I thought it was a Game Boy. God damn it. Chill.
2: Hey Tom.
1: I, I would like to have one. All right. So Tom, this is Tom, from
2: Tom, uh Tom, hold on, Tom. Just on some yeah. real shit, bro. You know, Lu- Lupe and I, and I and I are creators, right? Yes. So like do you, you know how, how like when you eat food? Like, that's like fuel that you're feeding your body, right? Yes. Like music. It's something that I don't like to, like, throw into my ears, like, just because, you know what I mean? I don't like, I don't go around listening to things. I don't, you know, like, I don't check out what everybody's up to. I, you know, I mind my own business. So I'm wondering, is this music you about to play any of my business?
1: It's only part of your business because it may or may not uh, reference you in this particular song.
2: That's not good enough, bro. I don't care about being referenced in the song, and I don't care if it's good or bad. I really, Listen, don't. I
0: don't see how we Royce... don't. Anyway, <laughs> I'm gonna leave it alone because it's my birthday. I was going to get into a whole thing about why I'm the the pariah of the industry. When I be nice to people, Royce just clearly decimated this man's chances. Before he any he, he Royce's no, 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 not no, no. even interested in hearing this. I would at least give it a chance. But so, who get the ground? I'm now just giving a, it an Royce.
2: excerpt.
1: Just an excerpt.
2: Just an excerpt. That's why I stopped him before he could even get to it. You know, because if the man was already in here, then I wouldn't have been. I wouldn't have said that because I, you know, I got respect for the man. You know what, Tom? Go ahead, man. Do you play? <laughs> I'm about to hit play. Here we go. Okay, okay man. Let's let's listen.
0: Each week I just listen like sitting by the radio before TV was invented. And let me tell you why these people the illest. I'm a voice, I'm Royce the 5'9", the godly author. And even if I thought he's not, I wouldn't say it because that man got a rocket launcher. If I ever reached a skill level, I still wouldn't have a rocket launcher. Man, But that guy be sick? Boxing with a Barzee and a Rocky flick Permanent spot on my list, that shit made a heart seat Mint drop bar exam four
3: and been in my top three since And I gotta thank Lou for spreading the truth The veggies and fruit
0: juices could never get you immune Banging at the door to Sosa like, let me get into school These are two
3: artists excellent at making intelligent cool It's exceptional too, and it's time to talk about how Tom is far from a regular dude. Even though he is kind of just a regular dude. But don't for a second think that I'm forgetting the dude. I gotta watch all the documentaries. i delivering authenticity. I'm gonna bitch them all. You got to hit me up in the DMs. And you really just got to send me links. And oh my lord. I just went overboard. But that's what this boat is for. I know I won't get no award. But Lupe stole a door from
0: Detroit. And to be honest, I'm the guy that stole the porch. My bad. Not bad, right? Time. I'm going to tell Were you, you two, I it? got two problems with that. I was mentioned on that. Okay. I got two problems with that. One is with it. the allegation of theft projected upon me unwarranted.
2: Yeah. That's disrespectful. And like, I got a problem with um,
0: being accused of having a rocket launcher. That's just inflammatory, bro. That's disrespectful. These are unfounded claims and accusations from an untrusted source. Liable. You can't prove I got it. You, you can't
2: All prove you statements say,
1: oh, no. from previous episodes of the show I might add.
0: Have you seen me with said door which was supposedly <laughs> allegedly have you ever is that footage of me maybe Little with said any, door in my hand on my shoulder? I ain't gonna need to
2: lie to you. I ain't gonna lie to, different to you. different angles place. I've never seen you with a door. I've never. I've never seen you carrying around a door. I've never in my life. I ain't even to to you. Tom, you ever seen Lupe with a door? No, but
1: now it is a mission. I I uncovered numerous photos of a certain man wearing a flash shirt. Don't put it by me to, not fi- to go find some you just
2: photos. Try your, you just go out of your way to insult me, man. We're talking about <laughs> Lupe not having a door in his hand. All, All
1: right, first. fellas. I got so many people in the waiting room now that want to get on this program that we we got to start bringing some people on here. So, Lou, we we have a three-part series tonight.
0: And the first part... Listen, just so you know... Hold on, Tom. Just so you know, I appreciate that it's my birthday, but don't take this as as a reason that you think I'm going to get behind to have no two-hour show. I'm leaving (laughs) in 45 minutes. Just so you know... That's disrespectful to like have him
2: on here for like two, three hours because it's his birthday. Actually, he should be on here less than what we usually are on here to do. Rice and Rice and he, Lou, you played that really white. Like if I could if, it.
1: if not by the end of this show, Lou is not saying to me, "I want more," then I will be corrected.
0: All right, let's see, man. That's how I'm good ready. It's gonna be. Oh, All let's right. Go!
1: All right. First, first to come into the room, we have, we have, okay. So we, we have three segments of our show here. The first one is your pod, your pod Legend. life, your life from the past, what, six months or so. And oh. so, um, coming up first, he's a Chicago native. We have a lot of Chicago folks on. He's a stand up comedian. Mm. Uh, he's legendary for his viral voiceover videos on social Ooh. media and he was our, one of our first guests all the way back on episode 10 of the podcast mm, i am proud to bring on to the show the one and only mr tony baker happy birthday
0: say, lupe oh thank you tony i appreciate you brother thank you man how
4: old are you are you even going to say mr 30, mystery man i'm
0: 39 i'm not full of mystery i'm 39 hey, years old where you old. live
4: man where, where you, you live all, i'm
0: not doing all <laughs> that <laughs> you got to pick on, up man. the clues. you got to figure, figure out the way Please. the sun is yeah. setting on this wall and then figure out the uh, orient, triangulate my position. <laughs> actually nothing to the imagination. <laughs> it's
4: no mystery at all. Man. Mystery at all. You know where he lives, Royce?
5: We'll be right back. Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients?
0: Why is this the, the, the topic of discussion right now? The topic of discussion?
4: Because <laughs> we, wow. we had birthday gifts ready to deliver.
2: But and nobody know, could deliver them because know. nobody
1: knows where you are. We don't know that's where that's what is. But I'm mean, saying. I, I, know know
2: I don't classify that as mystery, bro. Like He makes it painfully obvious that it's none of your business. That, that's different from <laughs> you. <laughs> so
0: Listen, that's a whole I know different what, thing. I know where Tony lives. I had to figure that out. I know where Royce is right now. Tom, you're easily easily findable.
4: That's not fair, man. I mean, not fair. Somebody has to have. You're looking fair? (laughs) Yeah, it's not fair. If we're gonna come (laughs) together at the table of brotherhood, we got to exchange, you know, information, goods, livelihoods. You know what I mean? I feel like you got one up on everybody. I gotta keep a superior position. He's like Batman in the Justice League. I have a contingency plan for every one of you, just in case. Batman said that? Batman now, has a contingency plan for everybody in the Justice League, Batman. Just in case.
1: Batman's a Batman.
4: Yeah.
1: Hmm? Now, yeah. hey, I, it's interesting you should bring that up, because in my mind, I was thinking, I'm going to bring on another guest right now. and This is kind of like a clash of Batman with, with Spider-Man. We're all coming on the show. This is another... Former guest of the show. Hey, what is this? One of my you one of my boy, personal favorites.
2: It guest right now.
1: He is known as a great sandwich maker. If oh. that helps you with a clue, Mr. Lupe Fiasco. Is it
0: is it your Ronald McDonald T-shirt? It is. Oh, it is yo. the one and only Kalen Ellis. Ellis. Kalen Ellis.
1: Look at this. Hello, These hello. two guys are now what I like to call regulars on the show. They are oh, yeah. two time <laughs> guys on the show. This- Give it up for Kaylin Ellis. How you doing, what's Kaylin? Up,
4: what's up, Kaylin? Doing pretty good, man. How you guys doing?
0: This has become hey, man, a up? sausage festival. At first it was uh- a
4: <laughs> Hey <laughs> Kaylin, aren't you supposed
2: to be like Lupe's partner or
6: something?
5: Uh, good, I mean, hey.
2: <laughs>
4: Put me
0: on spot like <laughs> that.
4: Partner now, man. Stay out of my way, all right? <laughs> <laughs> Does Kaylin know where Lupe lives though? I ain't got
2: no time. I ain't got no time. I ain't got no time for no for no new guys <laughs> around. Hey,
4: you stay out. I keep All right, buddy. All right. Yes, sir. <laughs>
0: you make Wait, beats. Are you, are you sure, Tom, that the uh, the, the 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 this platform is gonna be able to hold guests? Are you just gonna bring up everybody I know, like it now, Lupe? <laughs> The dude. Who, uh, you only know like you only
1: know about eight eight people, so we'll, we'll, be, good. It, we'll <laughs> be good. We'll be good. We'll be good. Remember, remember, we're in segments here. This is your podcast, life. Ah, right. ah, oh, you put some thought into we,
0: this. I see. We
1: got we got this. two more segments coming up here. So, Kalen, what have you been up to, man?
0: Man, honestly, every day just creating
4: something. Just staying inside this room making. Making music, bro. A lot of people have been trying to get me to just make a bunch of stuff for him, so I'm just I'm just in the house right
0: now. He's in the house making money. And it looked like it looked like <laughs> modeling. It looked like Tony is in what the house do, making, cocaine making cocaine right now. Tony has a whole cocaine
4: <laughs> oh, outfit going on right there.
0: I, I thought he I'm was like doing push
4: ups. I'm like <laughs> Ray Kwan in the in the only built for Cuban links booklet. He was just <laughs> cooking at the stove. That's hey, what you make beats? Yes, sir. Uh, I, I do production and uh, I'm a drummer.
2: All right, well, I, I'm, I'm going to be the one who's going to determine whether they're good or not. So you can play me something whenever you're ready.
4: <laughs> Royce, why are you bullying Kalen, man? Why are you bullying Roy, Royce is intense, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> you, know why,
2: you know why, fellas? Because I just don't want this guy to think, you know what I mean? That he's running and did my shit, all right? You're, you were his partner. <laughs> I'm his new partner, okay? all right you're on the show for a minute (laughs) wow roy's getting very territorial (laughs) i'm not mad at you i just don't got time for bullshit man (laughs) huh i I, I get it i'm just fucking with you what if i acted like that dude it'd be like bro relax you do act like like that
0: what are you talking about you that's (laughs) what you do i do
2: not I mean, you did just go
1: after our, our, our guy who sent us his, his nice rap that he sent to us. <laughs> How
0: did I go
4: after him? Before he even wow. started.
2: We didn't even hit a
4: song. You, talking, yeah. about the, good.
2: you talking about the guy who uh, accused me of owning a rocket launcher? Yeah, they did. Oh, my charge. God. Who would, who would say yeah. such a thing to somebody?
4: Yeah. Y'all never seen a video of the rocket launcher? Allegedly. No, they haven't. It doesn't exist. We I'm about right to Google this. <laughs> it's on the Internet. Is that a good line? Let me Google as well. You're gonna find a picture of me, and that's all you're gonna find. Oh, oh my god! god. <laughs> you I actually ain't... found one. There's a video. <laughs> oh, mm-hmm. the benzino joint. <laughs> uh-huh. oh. oh, the plot thickens. <laughs> Let's cue mm. this up, man. Allegedly. April 11th oh 2012.
2: 2012. Allegedly. Yeah, pe- people, people are always trying to just make me look a certain way, man. I don't know how they do that. Take photography, maybe.
4: <laughs> oh See,
0: man! Where you oh, go? Y- y'all really surprised?
4: <laughs> yeah, this is this is new to me. This is what? real. What? This is all developing. Yo, yo, develop, this is what? breaking news. Yo, this is Call of Duty. <laughs> Bro, I'm only I'm only 23. I haven't really been on the internet that long, so. <laughs> Yo this is real firepower right here. This is This is Ryan this is James Cameron. <laughs> allegedly Holy cow. Yeah, yo Allegedly. He this got all a allegedly. real player gangster in his hand.
2: Allegedly. Bro, I'm really I'm I'm really hurt that you guys would believe something like this. I <laughs> mean <laughs> Yo! Don't believe everything you see on the internet, man. That's like the worst thing you could do.
1: Don't believe everything. There's been a lot of alleged things. Royce, with, uh, with Royce.
4: Speaking of alleged things on the internet, Lupe, I, I'm curious. How did you come across salt and pepper on pancakes?
0: Oh man, the great, a beautiful accident. I was making some breakfast. Made, whipped me up a pancake, right? The plate I was I had a paper plate, so it was only so big. So the pancake filled up the whole plate. I did not want to be wasteful and get two plates to have a separate plate for the eggs. So I was like, you know what, when I whip up this omelet, I'm gonna just throw the omelet, you know, on top of the pancake, a little space off to the side, right? Then when I hit that pancake, I mean that uh, that omelet, when I hit it with that pepper, then I hit it with that salt, you know, so there was some, <coughs> some innocent bystander action on that pancake, and them flakes of salt of salt and flakes of pepper that I Engaged on that pancake surface. You could, control,
2: uh, you could control where they land, huh?
0: Yeah, I tried to do <laughs> it. Was unbelievable. So now I am a uh, a promoter of putting salt and pepper on your pancakes, <laughs> just just a little bit, Just a little dash. Wait a, a
1: minute. Is,
0: is, <laughs> so do you not put anything else? How about the maple syrup? No, man. You put you put the syrup. You put that the too. butter, right? Then when you no die, butter. Sh- listen,
4: man. Wait, wait. No butter. No
0: butter. <laughs> no. I'm
4: trying, to be, I'm
1: trying to be healthy here. That's a major component though. <laughs> no, I go I got to go have the butter.
4: You gotta have the butter.
0: butter. Right?
2: This it, Tom. Yeah. Hey Tom, what's syrup? <laughs> maple syrup. we having a culture clash here, bro.
1: <laughs> what what do the you butter
2: call is key? If we're gonna do this, then we must have the proper pronunciation of our terms, okay? Syrup. <laughs> <laughs> Syrup. syrup. S-Y. Syrup. R-U-P. Yeah, like t- promethazine, syru- syrup.
0: That's, that's I'm still quite going point. with no butter. That's proper, though. I say syrup. Syrup? Same syrup. thing. Same thing. Syrup.
1: <laughs> syrup.
2: syrup.
1: Syrup. Syrup. I say syrup. See? Tony Baker's with me. I
2: say syrup. syrup. Tony Baker did not say what you said. Syrup. syrup. You said syrup. Syrup?
0: Said syrup. <laughs> See? He says it like there's an E in it.
1: Yeah, well, you, a, like an eye. Are you jumping on board with these guys now too?
4: <laughs> I, I mean, I, I say syrup, so I, this is new for me. Syrup, syrup, syrup.
1: I don't sir. know about this
4: anymore. Syrup. <laughs> now That's I'm really analyzing. Know. How do I say it? We got syrup. Um, I say syrup. I say syrup. I say syrup. You go to breakfast places and say that.
1: <laughs> now you know I had a. I, I, how did they react I, to you? I had a maple syrup client for a long time. I, I have I have so much syrup in my garage that I could feed the world for quite a while.
2: Do you really? Why do you have syrup, I do. Do you have syrup in your garage?
1: I had a client, okay, who, who we helped them brand and market their syrup. And we would go to food shows. And the last food show I was with them was in Baltimore. And they didn't want to ship all the product back. So I said, I'll take some of it. And so I took a giant car load full and it's been sitting in my garage. So I go out there when I have my pancakes, my waffles, you can do other things with syrup. Wait, 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 wait. Cocktails. Do you take
0: wait? Do you take your pancakes from the house on the plate to the garage and only put syrup on them in the <laughs> garage? Then take them back to the no, house.
2: He, he leaves his plate at the table and walks out to the to the garage to get the syrup. <laughs> syrup syrup. He's <laughs> been sitting
4: in the garage. And this
2: syrup is sitting in his garage because him and his friend decided that syrup needs to be marketed. That's what they think. What they don't understand is, you either eat pancakes or you're not, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you don't eat marketing, man, just throw it up in the store, man. Wait a minute, Pan- wait a minute. Syrup is syrup, bro. No, you... There's nothing you can do with syrup, but put it on pancakes. No, bro. you
1: can make, I made, a, I made a Thanksgiving turkey one time with syrup.
2: What? <laughs> Pretty good, yeah. Again, again, there's only one thing you can do with syrup, bro. You put it on your Brussels sprouts? That's not, that's not... yeah, see <laughs> that right see. there? that?
4: Your Brussels sprouts? <laughs> we tried it. You can we make it. We tried her in the white territory right now. Look. <laughs> Is it 100% maple in that garage? <coughs> 100% maple. Yo, Yo can man. Can you send me
1: Cardo.
0: some yeah, of this? Yeah, can you send me some Oh, too? you're going to like I it. I want
1: some. I Hell want a yeah. bottle. Yo, I think I've sent you yep. some in the past. You in, you and and. Where
4: does Brussels sprouts come from? <laughs> Yo. My girl put me on to that. It's amazing.
0: Wait. B- sir- Brussels sprouts? syrup on Brussels sprouts? Brussels sprouts your with maple syrup.
4: From?
2: It's amazing. Mm-hmm. Where, where do you get Brussels sprouts at?
4: How do you grow them? Oh, you mean personally or just as a <laughs> as a coach? What, what kind of garden do you go to <laughs> you
5: get Brussels sprouts?
4: I go to oh, Brussels. <laughs> I go to Brussels and <laughs> pick them out from farmers markets out there, and then I bring them back. Personally? Brussels sprouts, are, Brussels sprouts are like man-made refuge and shit. Listen, listen. are they man-made? I no, think so, bro. Bro. they're sprouts not they made.
0: Brussels the sprouts, I like made from well, a man. Once they
4: told me broccoli was man-made, my, I can't trust nothing. Wait, broccoli's
0: man-made? Stop! That's stop, what I heard. Stop this now. The room no. mill is beginning. No. Look how I just passed from that, Tony that's... to Kalen. Royce is thinking about it deeply. Lupe, uh,
2: <laughs> What, Lupe? Hmm? Bro, I know it's your birthday, <laughs> but you don't get a broccoli garden
0: on right. your birthday. Bro. <laughs> I know. You, I know you think you're a superhero. I've seen a broccoli garden, though. You, I've seen <laughs> it. I've seen where they grow broccoli. It looks crazy.
4: Okay. I, I mean, yeah, we agree. They grow it, but they, they, they've created the garden.
0: I'm,
2: I'm, I'm so
4: torn right now.
2: <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't stumble across the broccoli garden that God made.
0: I'm very torn right now. Why? Wait a
4: Why?
1: minute.
2: God, God did not grant us a broccoli garden.
1: <laughs> Hold on. Look. But You're telling me on. broccoli doesn't grow in the wild? It'll grow.
0: I've never seen wild.
2: Rock if you
4: if you plant it, <laughs> Where would it holy be? cow! You like it. Are you googling? <laughs> I'm googling this right now. Yeah, it, so it is something to that it was bread. Let Google be your friend. Let it be your friend. <laughs> Everything's on Google,
0: even lies. Right? Everything I mean,
4: is I'm, on I'm, Google though.
0: But I'm trying to I'm trying to find like five different sources so I can make my final statement.
4: <laughs> Everything is on Google, including the truth. Wait. Well, consider me as a sor- as five sources. Yo, Tony, Tony, when is your birthday? <laughs> My birthday is in May, May 17th. Rice, Ooh. when is
0: your birthday? My birthday
4: is May 16th. Oh, man, see? Ooh. That's why we get along, man. That's I why we in the ball community strong We maple syrup. You know what I'm saying? All right, that's enough, you two.
0: Rice, when is your birthday? Rice,
4: when is your birthday? Let's focus
2: here. When your birthday? My birthday? Yeah, when is your birthday? Yeah. July 5th.
4: Ah. ah, so and Caleb, what's your a birthday? little after mine. Yours, July four. Well, <laughs> June 9th About a month. Oh, that was, that was a big a, gap, a, man. You a Cancer? Gemini. You a Cancer, Caleb? Gemini.
0: Nah, man, one of them creative oh.
3: Gemini's. That's why he can make beats with his feet. You know he what I'm saying?
4: Sound
0: is <laughs> Yo, every I guess Gemini's are okay. I guess. <laughs>
4: Well, July fifth—that's <laughs> a Leo. I'm a Cancer. Oh, Cancer! Yeah. Every true. every time I'm on here with y'all, I'll be wanting to interview y'all because I'm a fan. Well, we fans—we fans of you too, though. But now, nah, but but listen though, I, I I got years in this on y'all. Years. See, I resent
2: I resent when people think you know like. Uh, DJ Mr. C just did this to me like he thinks because he's older than me that he automatically knows more than me and we just happen to be talking about what do you know lyricism (laughs) I don't understand why he don't understand that I'm not a student of lyricism I'm a scholar man you can't teach me
4: nothing about lyricism (laughs) brother. you a DJ I'm a fan the
2: argument argument is mm -hmm. since since Big Daddy Kane influenced Jay-Z and he came before Jay-Z, that Jay-Z is somehow not capable of being greater than Big Daddy Kane. Oh. So he automatically has to be higher on the list. Oh. Me, oh. as a lyricist, I'm telling you that I hear Jay-Z in a way you're not capable of hearing Jay-Z. What he did with lyricism is he took it somewhere right that it has not been taken. And I'm telling you, I don't need you to, like, Understand it. Take
4: my word for it, man. I'm a master. He took it somewhere. (laughs) Do y'all agree that Big Daddy Kane is better than Jay Z? Big Daddy Kane is not better than a picture of Jay Z.
0: Come on, what? See, Russ, you see the way you
4: frame it. Hold on, Russ. You are just throwing it
1: down tonight. Yeah, we we got without the Big Daddy Kane,
4: you might not have the Jay Z that's your favorite rapper. Yeah, Jay. Yeah, but
2: listen, but listen, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with that. See that's it's very difficult to talk about without without it seeming like I'm implying things that I'm not implying. I'm just saying Jay Z, uh, Jay Z eleva- elevated in, he elevated anything that Big Daddy Kane can think of involving lyricism, bro. I agree with that. And we also had a, a, a argument that okay, I feel like New Yorkers have New York privilege, right? And they're very very entitled when it comes to the culture because. They're not going to hesitate to let you know that shit started in the Bronx. Okay? Mm -hmm. So they were talking about Rapper's Delight, right? And Rapper's Delight, I agree, is the nucleus of hip-hop. It's one of the songs that's like the nucleus of hip-hop. It's a great song. It's a classic song. I understand why people think that it's one of the greatest songs that ever existed. I personally don't think it's a good song. But that doesn't mean that it's not a good song. I don't like it. Mm -hmm. So they were like, like, that song influenced everything in terms of creativity that exists in the culture. I disagree.
0: Rapper's Delight? Uh, Uh, Hip, hop, hibbit, hibbit. I don't know. That's
4: hard for me to elaborate on because... I feel too rhythm. young to really. You it's harder for me to follow the trajectory of Rapper's Delight and its influence on artists right after that. No, no, all artists, everybody, right now,
2: everybody who raps is influenced by Rapper's Delight because
4: Rapper's Everyone? Delight was like a pop pop culture
0: hit. What you mean, like directly influenced?
2: they they because it can be tied everything creatively somehow has to be tied back to one central location in the box and then like 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 rapper rappers delight there's no way you can not you could be a rapper and not be influenced by rappers delight i'm like bro that's that doesn't make any sense i, I, I don't I agree i don't why i agree right?
0: right i believe that there were things done in Rapper's Delight structurally um, that set the tone for the shape of rap. That whether you heard Rapper's Delight Delight or not, you definitely learn and reference rappers who heard rappers who referenced and learned from rappers, who heard rappers and left, you know, referenced and learned from rappers who were directly influenced by songs like Rapper's Delight. So I could, I could see that from even if you weren't aware of it directly, you are indirectly, um, every, I would say this comfortably, everyone who raps is indirectly uh, related in one way or another to Rapper's Delight. And, and not just Rapper's Delight, uh, uh, The Message, um, a lot of the early rap songs from the 1979, Christmas rap, all of Curtis Blow, that whole original genre of the real, real OGs. And grandmasters, I, I, I can comfortably say that indirectly, but directly, I don't know, because I, I think it's rappers who probably never even heard that song before, to be honest. Young dude. Well, directly, dudes.
2: I think you are a teacher's pet. Okay, and you better be lucky it's your birthday. <laughs> Ooh, now that, that's 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 a cool cake, man.
1: Rice. That's from all. That's from that's from us. No, it's not. I didn't buy that. <laughs> <laughs> Royce, I it. That your- bagel bagel, I took it out of your. I took it out of your T-shirt that? money. That that is a giant <laughs> everything bagel cake. Okay, boom. Oh,
4: Bagels. this is sweet, man. Literally, you got the bagel cake to Thank you, Tom. You're very thoughtful, man. Thank y'all for this. You're man. very I really thoughtful. Appreciate it. Yo, gift giving is a skill that I'm not good at. Like coming up with like What's a talking? gift off the top. You got to tell me directly what you want. But if I got to create it just from, like, you know, piecing together little clues in, I'll, I'm trash. Well, that's okay, because you got the most important job in the world. You're a comedian. I can be funny while I'm fumbling with the, with the lackluster gift-giving. You, ha- you have to come up with things to say that make people happy. Mm-hmm. I'm not good at that.
2: And even when, you're, when your gift goes south...
1: You can tell a few jokes and get Absolutely. it right back.
4: I can turn it into material. Yeah, so I got the gift, right? You know what I'm saying? Check this out. I, I can't make this up. <laughs> you just
2: Go into your whole bit. You get the tuxedo. See me you. and Lupe. We don't have to come up with anything to raise anybody's
0: spirits. We can come up with shit and make people sad. No, really, matter. So <laughs> yeah. as
2: long as it makes them something. So look,
0: every right. every every birthday for the past few years, what I do is I normally just go hang out with my mama, right? And I, I reenact the first moment that. You know, not the first like when the, the first moment you right? saw her. first woman I saw my mama, and I just go back and hang with my mama all day, and that's what I do. But because of so you, so you so-
2: the only you're yeah. the only baby ever in the in the existence of the world that remembers the first time they saw <laughs> their
0: mother. So I don't remember none of that. I thought I was adopted when I was until I was like, four. I was like, ain't no baby pictures of me. I ain't, I'm not in this family. I have to be adopted. <laughs> so when you were first born, when you first came out, you don't remember. I don't, don't remember seeing my mama now. First, first, first. Glimpses of my mom, I think, was uh, uh like vivid memories of like uh, getting a kiss from her before she would go like to to school, and I was like a shorty, shorty. My mama left me in the house one day. I got, I think, I got left a few times. They forgot me. Like <laughs> anyway,
2: they didn't forget you. They didn't forget you. They, that was for your own good.
0: Bro. <laughs> you're you're a brutal man, Royce. And like, that's
1: like throwing no, your. No, 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 no. That's like throwing we're your kid in the pool violence. and
2: not knowing how to swim. <laughs> no, no, you 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 used to catch arrows when you that's were forty-three. That had to happen. You're a brutal that man. Happened. You're a brutal man. So I can't even catch an arrow at forty-three,
1: bro. <laughs> <laughs> Nor am I
0: going to try. <laughs> so yo, I, I so what I do now is because of COVID, everybody's birthday we do FaceTime hap, uh, happy birthday cake with the with, uh, with the whole fam on FaceTime. So like fourteen people on FaceTime saying happy birthday. So, but yeah. So that was my that's family dope, just man. bust in. That was my, my family. Well, that's my fan. Mom. That's fantastic. So so
2: back to what I was all saying. Nice.
4: You you, you a cold piece, right? So cold. <laughs> so listen, bro. Listen, bro. Listen. The coldness <laughs> of it, man.
2: Listen, bro. Listen, let me tell you Marcus something, about
4: Trick Trick Junior. Right here. It's so cold in the D, man.
2: <laughs> no no no! Don't give me the glory. <laughs> See that's the problem. Like these the, these New York guys, they want all the glory for everybody's creativity, right? Different things are, are are bred from different things. It's coming from different places, man. Like if you just think about like the drill movement or like the the uh uh what what's that thing the they thing do thing. in Houston? Uh what they do what they, they do The slowdown what the, they call the, it the
4: uh screwed? Yeah, screw. Screwed, yeah.
2: Like bon- like bone. Just think about bone. Mm-hmm. Bone is not influenced by Rappers Delight, bro. I'm sorry to let you down, bro.
4: But you ever been to Ohio? (laughs) Yeah, I've been there.
2: Do They look like they give a fuck about rappers delight in Ohio. Do they strike you as, do they strike you as, (laughs) as even slightly, slightly, slightly influenced or inspired
0: to make first of the month by listening. I gotta listen. I got a hot take. I got a real hot take. Uh I'm gonna say that Boom somehow, some way. Now, this may not be true. Shout out to Bone. I love Bone. Was influenced by the theme song for WKRP. Because that was definitely in Ohio. And they were singing. All come W-K-R-P, back. WKRP in
4: Cincinnati.
0: Cincinnati. Saying, you heard it, wrote it. Come on now. Walk with me. Intellectually walk with me. No way. No <laughs> way. WKRP in W-K-R-P W-K-R-P Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Those
2: harmonies. It's no, it's
0: no profanity it's in the,
2: it. They it was the, definitely around the, the trash can with the flame in it. <laughs> WKRP.
4: And, and then that morphed into, you know, Ouija, Are You With Me? And Thuggish Ruggish, you know what I'm saying? It could. It could.
1: Onward no to way, the bro. next stage of Lou's life. All right. We're flying. I'm, try- I'm trying to keep you under your two hours. We got yeah, another not, guest.
2: I, I got things. No, he didn't say two hours. hours. He said 45, 45 minutes. I got we got
1: another stuff. guest coming up. Now okay. this guy, another Chicago native, okay. a rapper, a singer, a
0: songwriter. This better be um, Kanye. What's that? This better be Kanye.
1: Well, don't, don't be this saying This ain't Kanye. I'm gone. Oh, <laughs> it's not Kanye. <laughs> But um, hey, this guy is. Tell Kanye, Kanye to get a phone. This guy has been wildly inspired by you, <laughs> and I'm 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 excited to to bring him on. Vic, welcome to the show. Where's oh, Vic?
0: Wow, it's an it's the Invisible Man. Oh oh, snap! <laughs>
7: there he <it> is,
0: <laughs> the one and the only, the one and only Vic Mensa.
2: Vic look how happy!
7: Look how happy this guy Lupe is. I love. Yo, I'm happy, man. I'm like, yo, I get to sit and chop it up with some of my favorite rappers, man. Hey. No, you are our favorite
2: rapper. Come oh, on no. We don't let you guys come on here and tell us. <laughs> you're the man. <laughs>
0: this guy is his birthday, but you're the man. What's up, Vic? You, what's man. up, brother? Yeah, what's cracking? I see. I follow you uh thoroughly on the on the Instagrams. And I see you be you be, ground, you, you are one of the most stylish, one of the most internationally adventurous, uh,
7: oh one God. of the
0: most one of the most punk, right? Um, one of the most uh positive but also provocative brothers, uh, putting on for the city and for the culture, man. So good to see you, brother. I,
7: yeah, I just came back from Ghana. I was just thinking just now when it was like we jumping on. I was, I was thinking about uh, the Kilimanjaro joint. I was like, man, I gotta climb a mountain, man. Yo, <laughs> yo, word,
2: bro. bro. Yo, my favorite, my favorite two moments from you is Funk Flex when you rap better than Lupe on there. Come
0: on, man. I ain't even and did. Then, I ain't even. First of all, first of all, Royce, I ain't even did Funk but. Flex. The way that they was doing funk flex. I was doing <laughs> funk flex before a funk flex freestyle <laughs> even meant anything. It was just you went up there and just rapped. But I know it was finna be a competition and people's gonna take it serious. But don't worry, I'll see you in the future. Yeah. Don't worry about me. Anyway, go on ahead. I apologize. Yeah, he go moved
2: it, he moved the goalposts on you on that one. Vic. <laughs> and the other one is the other one is you are the only person who actually figured out how to handle DJ academics. And I don't know why it's so difficult to people.
4: Yo. Man. Nobody got it. He's difficult. It,
7: nobody got it. The culture vulture, man, you know, all skilled folk, it's the camp folk. It's like, it's, I think it's just representative of the place we are as as culture, you know, and hip hop is representative of that, that, you know, it's that sensationalism and that clickbait. bait. It doesn't matter how corrosive it is, you know what I mean? It's like, I mean, look at six, nine academics, it's all one idea, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I
2: agree. I mean, but I think, um, I think it's a place for it as long as we, we identify it as that and keep it in that place. And we set like boundaries, you know what I mean? Because we're not going to stop people from being intrigued by certain elements of our culture right? that they, you know, that they wouldn't survive in or they wouldn't understand. You know what I mean? Like I, I really just. Those guys just, they, they admire y'all. They admire y'all and they don't know how to react to your culture. So I think like you put him in his place, but you educated him. You know what I mean? Like you didn't treat him like he was like an outsider in the culture. You, you educated him. I think he was a better man after that.
7: I was thinking about slapping him. He's
2: scary, man. <laughs> but he's a better man.
0: <laughs> no, man. Don't, yeah, don't resort to Don't be putting your hands on people, man. You gotta just, yeah, when know, got to just let they put their hands on you. On he didn't have me. to.
2: Because, he didn't have to because he gave him so much information in such a calm way.
0: Mm. You know? But, I mean, that is Vic's. He wasn't, he wasn't prepared for that. To, to, I don't want to speak on your behalf, but it's just an observation from the external. That's the way Vic has always carried himself you know, as a, as a, as a composed, um, activist when it's time to act, but when it's not time to act, I'm going to just chill, you know, and really be intentional about his moves and how he moves and the way he moves and I'll, and, in every facet from whether, again, whether it be fashion, it be the music, it be the activism, um, et cetera, uh, always appreciate that. And ma'am, uh, uh, just my, my heart, I we can't say his condolences, but my heart goes out to, uh, uh i heard that your uh your charity got kind of uh bamboozled a little bit um a, a Tell little, me about. little while ago man did you did you come back from that stronger
7: man you know it's like it's always gonna be setbacks you know mm-hmm. i was i was in ghana at the time and i get a phone call from my people telling me that they done broke in to the storage unit for the charity where we keep all the shoes that we've been giving the kids and the warm supplies for the homeless school supplies, all that. Um, And it was like, it was a setup, you know what I'm saying? I kind of know, my people are sure about who did it, but it's kind of like a funky situation because it's like, I know I ain't going to get it back. Mm -hmm. The place where it was at is a relationship that matters to me. And I find that every time I myself go out and I handle some shit in the way that I know how to handle it, it costs me a bag. (laughs) <laughs> you know me? I'm like, no, I so if I lost this money right here and then I go get down on him, you know, I know what that's going to cost me too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'm kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes, you know, one door closes for another one to open. That's the way I got to look at it. You gotcha, know what I mean? Gotcha,
0: gotcha, For sure, for sure.
7: Now I was thinking about something, yo, to what you just said, Royce. when I was, I was just traveling and I was like, you know, I was thinking about hip hop and, um, uh, hip hop exists as like obviously this reality, um, and it's it always come from a place of urban reality, just black reality. But it's also like this American fantasy. You know, white people fantasize about this violent, you know, criminal black man. You know what I mean? White people fantasize about the danger coming back to them. They, fan- it's like hip hop. Sometimes it feels to me like um like it's like it's like violence, porn or something for the suburbs. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, it's like, a, it's like a, it's like a an extremely high value attached to our trauma. Exactly. You know what I mean? So they, they like, they're not only are they selling us back our culture, they are selling us back our trauma, you know? So as long as we understand that and we understand that it is value there and we place value on it and we kind of control the narrative and we're not like, um, fall and pray to everything that's associated with with uh selling our trauma to the public you know what i mean and like we're not allowing them to tell our story for us i think we'll be all right you know what i mean like i i don't have as much of a problem with academic as i do with vlad i don't like vlad yeah i don't, I don't you know what i like mean vlad. like i think i think academic can be of value if he understands how to work with us and we try to understand how to work with him I don't think vlad
7: I don't think Vlad is capable of being an ally at all yeah that shit is that shit is different. all I asking people about you know about the particulars of the open criminal cases like
2: yeah, and it's like you know we we gotta hold ourselves responsible to a degree, you know what I mean, but um 100%. we also gotta understand that like if it if somebody has a platform that that they built on the backs of our culture. You know what I mean? Like, we have to demand that they respect us. So, it's like you automatically don't get to do things like purposely misquote the minister and then tell us you're not apologizing. You know what I mean?
7: That's what he was on.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he, he um He retracted the statement, but he didn't apologize. And then when they demanded an apology, he didn't. He said, nah. So, I did like a video telling him, because I had a relationship with him, but I just did a video saying, you know, like, I'm not speaking for everybody. I'm just speaking for me. Like, if you can't, if you can't respect the minister in our culture, then you can't have a relationship with me. So I I need you to apologize respectfully. And he called me and we had a long conversation about why he wasn't going to apologize. And I said, okay. And that's it. To me, it's like that's your opportunity to show how much respect you have for the culture When you're in a position where nobody's going to attempt to make you apologize, we're going to give you the opportunity to do it because you want to do it. You know what I mean? So if you, if you don't take that opportunity to make that right, then that says everything that says everything that I need to know. I never had a problem apologizing. I apologize to Lupe all the time
7: <laughs> for rapping him. So <laughs> I have no problem with it.
0: Here we go, man. You know, you
7: know, the minister, man, you know, the minister is he's so brilliant and so polarizing that oftentimes it seems like um, I mean, we know the truth in, in what he says. You know what I'm saying? And we see it clear as day. Um, but he's like one, he's just one of those enigmas that, you know, the minister sets white people on fire, like they they literally can't deal with it. You know what I'm saying? His truths are too poignant and and too sharp that white people can't and and so they deal with it with disrespect. You know what I mean? Oftentimes.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was he was triggered to say the least. Like I, when I was talking to him, um, the minister said something. He was speaking in parables, and uh, he was he was uh he used a metaphor like uh something like knocked it knocked it. I don't want to misquote him. Knock the truth, take a stone, take the stone of truth, and knock the something It was something about uh, taking a stone and hitting some the head of the truth or something along the lines of basically debunking debunking like falsehoods, like just being about the truth, you know what I mean, and um he just took like a piece of it, and then it was like the comment was like uh uh take a take a stone and bash the heads of like white people or the devils or some shit like that. It were just like, bro, first of all, that's not even how this man speaks. He's, I've never heard him even use profanity. First of all, you know what I mean? And like when I was talking to Vlad, Vlad was like, listen, OK, I know I, I fucked up and I, I misquoted him, but he has said other things in the past that I didn't like about about Jewish people. So
7: I'm I'm not I don't feel comfortable apologizing. I don't know why I need to still talk to him. I've seen a couple people speak to him, in uh, in like intelligent ways, stuff. You know what I'm saying? And he asked mm-hmm. me, "What gang are you in?" He said, "Gang? I'm not in no gang. I was a school kid." <laughs> yeah, man. If
2: you if you if if people learn how to like use the platform to, to get whatever message across they're trying to get across, then that's cool. I just don't like people thinking that. Because he has a certain amount of subscribers, and then they go do interviews on there, and then the, the interview does a certain amount of views. I don't want people to misconstrue that with views for them. You know what I mean? That's views for him. That's like you are going and giving him views. Right. That's how you got to look at that. You know what I mean? Like there's no other than that. There's really no upside to going on that platform at all. If we just stop going, and it,
7: why it, wouldn't why wouldn't
1: you
2: is. just stop going?
7: Man, that's the thing, though. You know, like what you said a second ago is creating the, the narrative for our culture. I feel like that's always been something that hip-hop struggles with, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Black music in general is being in control of the narrative. You know what I'm saying? I think sometimes about about uh, hip-hop and its genre breakdowns Um, as opposed to rock and roll music, you know what I mean? And how much confusion there is there. Because it's like, you don't compare uh, Led Zeppelin to Green Day, you know what I'm saying, to even Nirvana. Like, all those things are viewed in in a separate light, you know what I mean? Because they were given their own distinctions. Hip-hop, we're in a place where it's like, we're still comparing... Or people are are pushed to compare because of the lack of control and breakdown of genres to compare Biggie to Lil Uzi Vert. You know what I mean? When it's like these are literally different sub-genres, one hundred percent. Well, do you do? You, are you familiar with Rappers' Delight? For sure. I met the guy that played the bass a long time ago. Yeah. Are, are do you? Are you in, Are you creatively influenced by that song? Not in Elizabeth. Me either,
2: <laughs> but I do. I do think that it's a great song um, for for what it is. Like I think the, the impact that it had on whoever it it impacted, and um, I'm happy for whoever likes the song, man. I really don't want it. I really don't want to like talk people Wait, into not liking the are we still talking song. about
1: Rappers Delight? We're still talking about Rappers no, Delight. Vic just brought it up. Vic brought he it up. Tell me, Vic brought it up. It
0: <laughs> Hello. Vic did not bring up Rappers <laughs> Delight, man. The the point what we talked about was this: Vic, Royce, Royce just don't like the song, right? Royce don't like the song. No, so I don't hate. I don't I didn't hate say you song. hated it. I'm I just say you, I say you didn't it. like it. But Rappers I'm not inspired. inspired
7: somebody that inspired me. Exactly. Sure. See, you know I mean? look,
0: Royce, yeah. somebody look at,
7: in New York that was like at the block party. Yeah, but. Uh, I
2: don't disagree, I don't disagree with that. But me personally, I can't listen to it and get it I can't listen to
0: that. That's not that like I can't go back that far. Like sure. you know, I actually can I got waves for the babes and I, girls I, for I the actually girls. I actually can and it's part it's part of the the the, the Sosa.
7: You ain't got sixty four bars for that beat? It's what we do at the Absolutely not. <laughs> Absolutely we do
0: not. that at Sosa, like study the <laughs> study the because it's something
7: Tell so flex, stop of on rapper's delight. It's
0: some it's something about the archaeological aspect of it, you know. So how folks look at the past, right? And want to go back and investigate the past. Not saying that the past is going to be super complex, that it's going to be super inspiring, but for some folks, it's some value to go back and, and look at the roots of where you came from. Cause there's people who ain't, who possibly ain't never nope. heard, like I said, never heard Rappers of Light, never heard some of these older records. And it's interesting to see people when they go back and listen to it, especially people who, 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 you know, Melly Mel were like for real, for real on some real rap lyricist type situation is top five of all time. And people are like, how you you say that? Because you got cannabis and you got this and you got that. And it's like, well, if you go back to the times when there was only a few rappers, literally just a few, it wasn't a thousand dudes. It wasn't no URL. It was like you had this group and Melly Mel was doing shit back then that people struggled to do now that even the most mid tier or low tier rapper doesn't even do now with thousands of reference points and all type of different beats and all type of stuff. You have somebody like Melly Mill in the, in the, in the, the primal age of hip hop who was do, accomplishing things that rappers today still can't do. And even if they can do it, say lyrically from a performance standpoint, like he was such a, 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 a full kind of, a complete package when it comes to rap that he transcends a lot of stuff and he sometimes a lot of his stuff get may get lost in the sauce so you may just think about the message or whatever it may not dig into those crates but when you open up those crates and let people see that it's a certain level of uh if it's not inspiration it's a higher level of appreciation for what rappers even way back then were doing and were capable of and you compare it to a lot of rappers today and rappers today don't even have that type of level of skill so i think that's one aspect of it going back and revisiting the classics and just seeing what people were doing in 79, you know, like 80. Like, this is what people were rapping about in the level that they was rapping at. The first conscious record the, on, on on the books, the first conscious record, the first conscious verses, first time you heard about prison industrial complex, first time you heard about police brutality on a rap record pit was a, a rapper by the name of Sweet Tea, female MC. She was 15 years old, rapping in 1979, right? like taking you through the prison system and in the court system and the police and the streets and this, that and the third. And it was considered to be like kind of on record, at least in terms of released music, you know, like commercially released product. And this was in 79, right? Like right around the time where you, you getting shook, you getting uh rapper's delight and you getting, you know, uh, the message and you getting Curtis blow in this, but right in the midst of that, you get conscious rap, right? Lyrical rap metaphors and similes and all these pieces, but people don't know about it. You know, it's like just the history is lost. So that's why I brought it up. It's an archaeological aspect to kind of dig back into the classics of our craft. And I think even the most high-skilled rappers would be surprised. That's my case. Well, you're also a very fact-based person. You know, I like facts. You know what I mean?
2: (laughs) You're a (laughs) fact-based person and you're you're very artistic. But what people need to understand is that everybody is not a a history buff. I know. Everybody's not interested in that. You know what I mean? like, it doesn't, it doesn't take away from the greatness of it. It just means that it's not... It, it's inspiring everybody. But I do understand why it's interesting mm-hmm. to people. You know what I mean? Me, me, I just... I can't go further back than rock Rockin'. That's as far back as <laughs> I can go, bro. Man, you got to get... Anything before that, I, I can't even... can you got to get you it. some
0: Melly Mail, man. Any rapper that calls himself a lyricist but, and is not up on man, Melly listen, Mel's listen. early work... I don't Ooh, have to get me some yeah, Melly Yeah, you Mel. do. Yes, you do. Listen, but I... But, but I
2: respect Melly Mel. I respect Melly Mel, but I don't have to listen to Melly
0: Mel. Listen,
2: man. There's no prerequisite in the handbook that says I need to listen if to I Melly had, Mel. If I
0: had my way in rap, it would be. That's why I'm trying to be the best of all time. Yeah,
2: man. But see, yeah. you're a purist.
0: So you make everybody be like you. Vic, you know what? You know the, You know one of the best things why 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 my levels of, of Vic just, just layer and build and build and build. We just happen to be on Clubhouse. And it was just a random conversation about solitaire and Bun B just happened to pop in and Vic happened to pop in and Vic just went on this. Him and Bun just got into this about 20 minute uh, conversation about how much Vic loved Riding Dirty, just loved Riding Dirty. I was just mm-hmm. going through it and you seen Bun just sitting there and in your mind, you're thinking like, wow, you know, like that's some real like legacy uh, from a generation that you would think would be completely Disconnected from that body of work, but it's actually deeply ingrained in terms of the appreciation and 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 spitting the verses back. And I was just sitting there watching it, like, damn, that shit is one of the craziest things. One of the craziest moments I ever seen in hip hop was to see Vic Mensa speak to Bun B about riding dirty.
1: You're listening to the Lupe and Royce Show with Lupe
0: Fiasco, Royce to Five Nine, and Tom Frank. The Lupe and Royce Show is a production of Say What Media. Have you thought about hosting your own podcast but don't know where to start? Working with Say What Media is like having your own
2: personal producer, editor, audio engineer, and distributor all in one place.
0: From equipment recommendations to engineering and distribution, Say What Media handles the boring details so you can focus on saying interesting stuff.
2: Get started at saywhat.media.
1: You're listening to the Lupe and Royce Show with Lupe Fiasco, Royce to Five Nine, and Tom Frank.
2: I'm going to bring somebody and we both know,
1: Good. you know, you know her a little better than I do. Okay. But coming onto the stage now is oh, the one and only, the one and only.
0: It's my sister. Aisha. It is your sister. It's Aisha Hello.
6: Jacob. The CEO. Sorry Hi. it took you so
1: long to get here. We, we had, we had a lot of people saying a lot of words and they just kept going.
6: Oh, no problem. <laughs> yo.
1: So yo. it is your brother's birthday.
6: Yes, it is. Happy birthday. Oh, uh, thank you. Again. Thank
0: you. Right. This is my sister, Aisha. Aisha, this is right. Hi, Roy. How you doing, Aisha?
6: Nice to meet you. Oh, good. How are you?
2: I'm doing well. I heard nothing but great things about you.
6: Oh, uh, same.
2: What did, what did, what, um, nothing what, but good things to say about her. What, what did Tom say about me?
6: No, this was prior to Tom. <laughs> I, did my I didn't research. say anything good about you <laughs>
1: <laughs> now Aisha has a special guest that is with her that I'm going to let on and Aisha maybe you could set this person up for us
6: sure so this is somebody from your childhood um, from Crown mm. uh, your, your, our elementary school the last teacher you had there
1: we're going way back
6: oh, to wow. your fifth
1: grade.
0: <laughs> hey, Hello. what's going on? How are you? I'm fine. How is, how's things? Things are good. <laughs> Miss um, so Whitehead, how, how are you doing? You? Oh, thank you. How have you been? I've been good. I think... I, got, I think I'm smarter than I was in fifth grade. I feel like I feel like my my elementary school years was a disaster intellectually for me. Well, <laughs> you must be a genius
3: there because you were pretty smart in elementary school. <laughs> oh, wow. How are you? How are you doing?
0: First, I first, thank well. you. Thank you for guiding me uh, so carefully and with so much grace in class as a young black man growing up in the ghettos of the west side of Chicago. <laughs> Um, being a bastion for intellectualism and a scholastic achievement. Um, and I want to thank you for that. It made me the person that I am today. So thank you very much, Ms. Whitehead.
3: Well, that warms my heart. And uh, you make my job easy.
6: Hey, uh, because I didn't do no work. You know what I'm saying?
3: Because <laughs> that's how it is. easy when you, It's easy when you're not doing homework and you're
0: cheating. It's easy to just get that boy, an F plus, please.
3: <laughs> you know what? I don't remember that at all. <laughs> <laughs> what i remember is that you were eager you were curious and so you you made my job easier mm-hmm. and so i'm just too, i'm so kind. happy to, and honored to be here with you oh, thank you thank you thank you um uh, miss
0: whitehead this is royce the five nine he's a he's a rapper from detroit
3: <laughs> nice to, Hi, to meet whitehead.
2: you Miss you can just call me Royce. I wasn't Royce the 5'9 in the fifth grade. You Lupe as <laughs> far too kind. And if I was in your class, I would have made your job even easier.
1: Ooh, I don't know about that.
2: Tom, we're talking, bro. <laughs> 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 Miss,
3: Miss Whitehead, what have you been up to? Uh, well, I'm retired now. So I've been up to a lot of things. But, mm. um, you know, I look fondly back on those memories with you guys you You were the best you all were the best of the best let me tell you and i'm I'm really serious when I said you made our jobs easy because mm. um i uh, I remember you being self directed, and I remember you being self motivated mm. and I remember your family. You all had family support and I couldn't have asked for uh anything better. And I'm really uh I'm I'm just um I I'm not amazed but I'm just uh honored uh how you turned out. I am so and I'm so honored that I was asked to be a part of this. You don't know how how that warms my heart to see um how you turned out not that I'm surprised but to see that <laughs> um you're the young man that you are
4: oh
0: thank you thank you. well I'm I'm getting a little bit I'm not young as I used to be
3: <laughs> I'm, I'm getting on <laughs> in <Yeah>. years <laughs>
0: you talk how many of us did you teach do you do you know of how many other of, of the Jayco's or the Perkins that that came to your through your arms and you know what I
3: don't re- I don't let's start with two I'm not okay. even sure Okay, cool. We had that school <laughs> in the lock. Gang gang up
2: in there. The was Jacob he was gang. he uh, rapping by any
3: chance? You know, I don't remember him being a rapper. Mm-mm. As a matter mm. of fact, mostly I remember you being pretty to yourself, mm. being really studious, um being really kind of quiet. Mm. Now, our school was a fine arts school, so Everybody was encouraged to be artistic or creative. And so that was nothing out of the ordinary, you know, for him to be uh, creative. And, you know, so uh, I'm not surprised at that. Oh, wow! you know what?
0: You saying that just now. And uh, immediately all of the pieces of the school just started to kind of build back up in my head crown was a fine art school because yes. i did theater mm-hmm. that was my first introduction to theater mm-hmm. that was we had music yes um i remember we had all mm-hmm. those all those like uh pianos we had yes. uh mm-hmm. yeah we did we had art yes wow. we, had we, art. we had music wow. yes that's,
2: that's... I, went to, I went to public school
0: that's what about crazy. you tom like no, but but school. it but, this but it a was public a public school. school. It was a public school. But it was I was, a public school, though. Yes. I, was, I just when just when she said it was fine arts, I was thinking like it was a fine arts school. We did mm-hmm. have like a a, a a half the curriculum was kind of pointed towards the arts and a lot of artistic endeavors. Wow.
3: Yes. So and I all of our students school. were exposed to that. Hmm.
0: Hmm.
1: I can't see him as a quiet kid in class. That's okay, that shocking. Okay.
3: You okay. can. But now remember, I had him at fifth grade. Mm-hmm. So you know, at fifth grade, you know, the kids are just coming into their own. You know, their their mm. their personality is developing, and they don't really need you so much. And and they're they're you know branching out on their own. They're letting their personalities show through. So he will. I can remember you were always doing something. You were always writing something. You were always scurrying about, you know. Um, so yeah, he, he wasn't, I don't remember you really being that outgoing. Now Aisha was outgoing, but I don't think you were as outgoing at, in fifth grade as she was. Mm
6: no he was a nerd he had a select <laughs> a select few friends um You're right. uh-huh. his first girlfriend at the time which was also and she was also a nerd come on man um, but she was
0: in sixth she was in sixth grade though so you know
3: what i'm saying okay, oh she's so a year older a <laughs> grade, yeah <laughs> because
6: you i was gonna say i don't remember
3: a girlfriend.
6: Yeah,
0: Tina. Friend. It was, up, was upstate. <laughs>
2: do, do you remember arrows by any chance? Arrows. Uh, here we go. He <laughs> used to catch arrows. He told <laughs> us he used to catch
1: arrows from his dad. I was his dad you would shoot that? arrows at him. And he'd catch them. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
6: that's that's true. And our dad came to our school during career days. He sure share. did.
3: Of course yeah, he did. He sure
6: large. did. Yeah, so we were up there breaking boards and bricks and oh our Like, that ain't real. I
3: remember yeah. that now that you mention it. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's right.
2: That's
6: right. Yes. That's right. And right You've now. You've heard all about
1: the- your dad. All about yeah.
2: this guy. I'm sure the school was sold out that day.
6: <laughs> really, yeah. Sold out that day. <laughs> Yes, and right about now, with all the snow on the ground, we would have to run barefoot on a fresh snow run to get acclimated to defending yourself in different climates. So we would have been out barefoot (laughs) running for a few miles. That makes Uh, sense, about right. Yes. (laughs)
3: Yeah. I I remember. I remember uh, when you said that. That came to my mind.
0: Uh, Miss Miss Whitehead, what was what was your uh? What was your favorite part of of being a teacher?
3: Huh. I think um you know my my really my thing was reading mm. and um I really enjoyed exposing you guys to different books. My favorite thing to do and I'm sure I did it back then, was to read to you guys. Mm. And um, I I hope that I instilled in you all um, a love for literature, a love for reading, a love for books. Um, And um, I I think that's one thing that I really motivated you all to, to want to do better, to be better and to be self-directed. And, Mm. um, uh, everybody always says, you know, like, like teacher, like students. And so I kind of prided myself on the fact that, you know, I was able to instill in, in everyone that I came across a love for reading
6: mm-hmm.
3: and um, a love for being the best that they could be.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, now, what's your favorite thing about not teaching NOMO?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: that I can... Sleep late. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good one. <laughs> and I don't have to do lesson plans anymore. Oh, wow. Miss wow. Oh,
1: <laughs> hey, wh- Whitehead, what do you think about, um, like, currently? I don't know if it's in Chicago or not, but like, my kids, they're, they have to be at home and they're doing everything over the internet. Um, I mean, what do you think of that? Is that helping kids, hurting kids? Like, I don't know.
3: Well, first, let me say that, um, I think teachers are doing a phenomenal job with that. Personally, I think I would have had to, I, I, I'm not sure what I would have done because yeah. uh, I'm not really technology savvy. So, um, and I, but I know kids are, so I would need a lot of help from the students. Um, but having said that, I really believe that kids do best in the classroom. They do best, you know, when they have a teacher mm-hmm. present, they need that interaction with the teacher. And also they need that interaction with their friends. You know, so I agree. Um, parents, parents are doing a good job. They're doing the best that they can, but they didn't sign up for this. And mm-hmm. um, I think the students, even though they're, you know, they're home with their parents and the parents are doing a, a great job they are going to be doing so much better when the kids go back to school. Kids need that. Mm -hmm. And so I'm hoping Mm -hmm. that we can get things and and get them back in school so that they, you know, I know kids are resilient, but they they need that structure that being in the building uh, will give them. Yeah. Now, Miss Whitehead, I have one more
1: guest I'm going to bring on. And this is the big, this is kind of the big finale. I believe you know her as well. Okay. Uh, so I'm I'm going to bring her on right now. Okay. The one and only. Hopefully she'll pop on.
0: <laughs> there oh, she no. Is. <laughs> oh, no.
5: What? <laughs> where'd she go?
0: What's, where'd she go? <laughs> Mama,
3: wait.
6: <are> <laughs>
3: there she Mama. is. Mama,
5: Hello! What's going on? Hey, surprise!
1: Welcome to the show, Royce of Five Nine.
5: You've been watching that movie, that's you? Episode ten? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> all right. We're uh, ten,
4: now. I believe. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> How you doing?
5: I'm fine. How are you guys,
4: Right, Mom.
2: We we all right. We trying to we trying to get this guy a um. Give him a nice healthy birthday. Hey Rice, my mom. Me
7: hey. and Tom feel ahead, like
2: bro. our birthdays are gonna one day come along. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, wanna, gotta, we gotta we
0: gotta gotta rise raise the <laughs> we bar. Wanna be in his, we wanna be considered this these guys, look, look, Royce, my mama has been on your head behind the scenes. I just want to let you know that she's like, tell that boy, Royce, he better watch that show. I've been, I've been here. I'm trying to talk about Yana. He need to go on here. Why she been, she been on your head. She been on me
2: about getting on <laughs> you about watching that show.
1: I knew I liked her. <laughs> yeah, yes.
2: Well, I, I'm watching it. Okay. Um, I'm not going to lie. I didn't watch it before because you didn't tell me to watch it. They told me to watch it. I don't have to listen to them. But now I'm going to check it out.
5: It was because while Sulu said watch it, and I was going to watch it, and I didn't, and when Tom watched it, and he was just like, oh, my God, I love you!" You got to see it. And I just like, oh, I got to watch it. So I went to YouTube and watched the first episode, and then Showtime, and now it's it's on.
2: Did they tell you to make me watch it? (laughs) (laughs) No, they didn't.
5: This guy? Since I want to discuss it. Because, see, I told Watsalu to tell you, don't you ain't got to watch it. We was going to discuss it anyway. And then you could either, you know, take a break while we discussing it and come back, or we can just (laughs) spoil the whole thing for you. We can spoil the whole thing. That's what I told him.
2: No, I'm an excellent improviser. (laughs) I'm going to check it out. I'm going to have it all together, you know? No problem. No problem. This is easy. This is easy. This is easy work. Don't worry about me. The most important thing is the wonderful student that Lupe was in the fifth grade.
3: That's what
2: I'm, that's what, that's what I'm taking away from this. That's what you got. He was to himself, you know, he wasn't. He wasn't really outgoing. Okay, but he caught arrows with his hands, his bare hands.
0: I can't. I can't very wait to I meet,
4: to Bruce
2: Leroy. Huh?
0: I, I can't wait to meet your teachers and the people from your past. I, I, have whole, I have a whole list of intriguing, penetrating questions to ask. I can't wait. Oh, to we're meet gonna have
2: family. to dig deep to find oh, that fantastic. teacher. Bro, let me tell you. Let me tell you something. You talk to my fifth grade teacher. It's not gonna go anything like this.
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> it actually might be the exact opposite. Like she may just be like, "You made my job very difficult." You're a good kid, but you made my job very difficult,
0: Mama. Do you do you remember any of my? Uh... I remember. I, I remember when I stopped get having birthday parties, and I think it's when I moved out there with my dad. But did I always have birthday parties? Was that always a thing in the family? Because I don't really remember. I remember at like eleven years old or twelve years old, birthday parties were done. I was like, well, my kids Well, it. It like, you' growing now. Huh?
5: Since I had, I have. Uh five children, two were, two, three were, were born in February, so they, I'd pick one day and I made a big cake and everybody had, right. <laughs> I have two born in June and I picked a date and we had, you know, so, maybe that's why. Right. Basically, yeah, but when you went to live with your father, we still did some stuff. He used to, you all used to go out to eat all the time, didn't you?
0: Yeah, but he didn't, I remember the cakes just stopped. It was like, you ain't no what you talking about. I was, there ain't no cake. Go you didn't have up. a little cupcake or something with a little yard. candle? No, my dad, my dad was cool. He would he would uh he would he would put on something, he would do something. But you just think that you get structured when you're a little kid to have a little the little kid parties, little kid parties, then one day it stops. It's like now animal <laughs> kid parties, grown up parties now. You are on your own boy. You're you're an old man now. Mama, I wanna thank you for the best birthday present that you could give to anyone, and that is life. So thank you, Mama. And I always appreciate every time these days come around, I get to uh project that back upon you that appreciation for bringing me into this world. so thank you, Mom.
5: appreciate and it. you Matt you are mine now there may be some uh questions about the other four cause <laughs> <laughs> the day that I went to the the day that you were born. I, you know, I didn't do prenatal because I, you know, I did my own thing. I did it, you know, sp- sp- sparsely. So by me not doing that, when I went into labor, we went to the hospital and the delivery room was under construction. So therefore, there were no, they were not delivering babies there. Mm. But since I it was my what third and you know, I was kinda of fast. They had to go and let me they go and deliver to you in that hospital. And you were the only baby in the hospital on that day. You and I were the only people up there in the mother baby thing. So you didn't meet any little kids in the in the nursery. It was just you and I. <laughs>
0: Me and my mama. You're you are telling me you out. were
2: the it only person? An adverse effect on him.
1: Yeah, the oh, only man. person born on that day in Chicago at that at that hospital.
5: Yeah, he didn't meet any an other honor. babies. No, there was no so other. He other literally honor. went into the
2: grave. I was in and ch- didn't want to meet anyone.
5: We in shock when I showed up in labor. They like, "Oh, call a doctor! What are you doing here?" Well, I didn't know. <laughs> 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 so they put us in a in a regular they, it's room. Called- I didn't have the, the, you know, the whole delivery stuff. It was like having him down south in the back room. <laughs> the midwife, yeah.
0: Look at that! It's
1: <laughs> it's, it's, they, it's called system VIP, right? The they had it's VIP. It was a VIP birth. Yes, was VIP I knew birth. He was nobody. Be like, everybody, I go. knew
5: he was gonna be special. So you,
3: <laughs>
5: you were special from the beginning.
3: Yeah. Listen, Miss Whitehead, White they sleeping. was put
0: with Miss Whitehead. They was putting the other babies out of the hospital. They was like these babies got to go. So it just like you got to go. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> That's right. Hi Miss Whitehead. How are you? So we oh, need man. Hi, how are you? It's good to see you. You as well. You as well.
1: We need one good embarrassing story about this Come guy. on, Tom. Why
0: why? <laughs> why
5: do you need, we need
1: I
2: one? Really, I don't really uh, think we need one.
0: I need one. I need one good one. I sure. I know you got some. I know you got some.
6: Well, no, I don't really have any embarrassing stories. Um, Mama had some. You know, when you were <laughs> that she she left you at home once. Got
5: everybody. Oh dressed. my god, um, that was. <laughs> you know. Okay, that was really uh well, I don't know if it's embarrassing <laughs> or what. But here we go. I was visiting a friend, you know, we, she had about four kids. I had about five, four, four, cause he was the baby. So we were getting all the little kids ready. We were going to another friend's house. Mind you that we lived on the West side and we were going to the hundreds on the South side. So we get all the kids together and I dressed him first and he fell asleep. So I put him in the bedroom so they couldn't wake him up while he was sleeping. And dressing everybody else, dressing, they rushing out. So I was, oh, let's go. We run out. Everybody get in the car. Oh, no. You know, I'm feeling a little like I'm leaving some, but this thing done, and I mean, so we get in the car <laughs> and we get on the highway and we go darn there to our destination. Then I was like, my baby. So we turn around and go back to the house, oh, and he's no. still in bed sleeping. Still in there sleeping. <laughs>
0: Hey, do y'all remember we used to have them space heaters in the house?
6: Oh, I kerosene heaters?
0: It. And so the car- we had these little round kerosene heaters in the house when we lived, this when we lived in Maywood. And I remember, I- I-, I I guess I didn't know no better and I sat down on it and it burnt my booty. Mm-hmm. Oh no. I had, a booty- yeah. I had a booty burn. Yeah, your
3: think jeans that's a part, that's a part of being a kid. <laughs>
5: <laughs>
2: that's how you learn. Yeah. You learn that's all your valuable you lessons by sitting on that. <laughs>
5: <laughs> now, and his yeah, dad, his dad was a joker, you know, they would always do karate demonstrations and stuff, and he would always do the cutting-neck yeah. techniques with the swords. So, one day they came home for one night, they came in from a, a exhibition. So, uh, Wasalu, they came, his, he had this huge bandage on his hand-I mean, huge. I was like, Oh my god, what happened? His dad's gonna tell me that his. His hand was cut off, that it wasn't in there, you know. He got, it was an accident, and his hand got cut off. So, and it was blood on the stuff and stuff. He had been injured, so that wasn't the case, though. They had been coming back from the uh, demonstration, and he was sleeping in the car, and the sword slid out the sheet, and his hand went that way, and he sliced off the top <laughs> part of the thumb, the, the palm part of his thumb. He did. He was about four. He still have the scar. He showed you, okay. So, stuff like that.
7: I love your father's sense of humor.
5: Mm-hmm. Uh-uh, <laughs> boys, boys. One one night, you know, you wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom. So, I woke up, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I felt restricted, you know, trying to move. So, I couldn't. So, I finally opened my eyes and focused. And he had took like a... Uh, Which you tie the chicken, the cord that you tie the chicken up? He had tied all of us together. He tied my wrist to the baby wrist and the baby ankle to her wrist and her wrist to that wrist. So I couldn't move. So I saw, so I broke it and got up, went to the bathroom, and I looked in the mirror and he had drew, like, glasses and mustaches on our faces and everything. (laughs) He was practicing to be a ninja, so he was trying to be... You know, very and not meticulous and not wake anybody else up, and he didn't wake me up <laughs> when i woke tried to go to the bathroom. I'm trying to move my arm. He had tied all us up <laughs> with a little thread together by our ankles and arms.
2: Do you know how uh,
0: incredible this story is? That's my dad <laughs> He's yeah he was fighting
5: wants
3: that I know. Yeah, that wasn't me,
0: Miss yeah. was right here. That was my dad. My that was my that was my daddy doing it. Yeah, he That's was, probably why guy. I was so
1: little
6: <laughs> But I will say most of it, your creativity and ability to be a visionary is all from what came from home, between dad, mom, crown, you know, every place that you went. And you always knew what you wanted to do. Um You know, at a certain point when you decided you wanted to be a rapper and we were like, "Yo, you're supposed to be a scientist or physicist. You know, you kind of became that um, with words and just with the power to manifest and kind of create the life that you wanted. Once you made your mind up, you never strayed from that. So to me, that that's the most impressive thing to see and consistent thing to see um, in your journey. So hats off. Um, in your 39th
0: year for creating a life yeah. um, that you saw for mm-hmm. yourself mm-hmm. thank you listen thank you miss whitehead appreciate you enjoy the rest of your retirement you've done an excellent <laughs> job uh, mission accomplished as they say uh, Aisha much much love uh, to you as well with all of your big things going on with Westside United can you speak yes. to a little bit about West Side United Aisha and the, the work that you're doing for the folks
6: Sure. So, um, you know, we're working here in Chicago, um, addressing some of the historical issues that have been present for the last 100 years plus here um, around the life expectancy gap here. So basically, if you live downtown, you're going to live to about 82. If you come west, where we grew up at our community, where we grew up, actually has the lowest life expectancy of about 67 and that's just not here in Chicago, but that's in you know other urban centers, Baltimore, Detroit, um other places where you see some of the similar things. So I'm working with six healthcare institutions here to address that by focusing on hiring local from the west side, getting businesses in the hospital supply chain. There's billion dollar spending capability that's never been redirected to the west side. So helping to organize a lot of that and again, just from what our parents instilled in us to make our communities better than we found them, carrying a lot of that into that work to focus on the economic vitality, healthcare, access for Westsiders, neighborhood and physical environment, and then the education component. So it's really a spinoff of the work we started with our philanthropy um, on the South and West sides that just in another platform.
0: Beautiful. And mama, mama. Long story oh, short, sure, his whole family's
2: awesome. In case you didn't understand. <laughs> yeah. And mama, what? A well, I'm just trying to be
5: See what I'm doing?
0: <laughs> the
5: artsy crabs. You know <laughs> this was just a plain old black uh, flower pot that you buy the pot plants in, and I had. Uh, mm-hmm found some bamboo shades that someone was getting rid of. I am a recycler, so I covered the pot.
0: Make sure y'all be on the lookout for Sierra Jaco, my sister Aisha Jaco, um, and the work that she's doing on West Side United, um, and her poetry, and her dance, Move Me and Soul, dance, a in of way yes. array of things. Uh, um, uh, mm-hmm. And Miss Whitehead, even though she's retired, if you need to learn some books, you want to read, check out her reading list. <laughs> we'll put you in tune with her. You know Always. what I'm talking about? And then if, you, if you're interested in getting some of my mama's bamboo uh, recycled pot of plants boxes bags <laughs> jewelry
3: if
5: you
0: want to get some see she also caters you know she we might have to connect you with Mama Duke I love this. and I she make, make vegan
5: ice mom. cream I make vegan ice cream as well
0: Ooh, oh my that goodness. sounds good okay yeah, mama, throw down mama mm-hmm. throws down
1: <laughs> thank you all, all for right. joining us this 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 was a wonderful. Birthday edition of the show. Special thanks, to Aisha for helping me set everything up. This was the I best deal without you
7: ever.
3: Thank you for yes. including Aww. me.
1: Yes. Oh,
0: thank, thank you, you right for here. being here. Do-do-do. Well, there you Woo. go, Tom. You didn't, you didn't expose the whole world to my family. Thanks.
1: I got Appreciate it all out there. That thanks, was man. your life. That was yeah, really cool. Happy, happy
0: 39th birthday. Thank you, brother. Thank you. I would have loved Tom, to have saved really it for the film. Th- that was really thoughtful of you, man. I would love to have saved it for the film so I could have made some money off of it, unlike just putting it all on the show where we make zero dollars. But it's cool, Tom. No, no, I, no. no, you no. Know what, Tom? Teaser. I want to say it's a teaser for the film. I want to say thank you for putting this together. Uh, Royce, thank you for uh, being a part of this, man. I really deeply appreciate it. And I will be returning the favor on each and one of y'all's birthdays. We're going to go deep. Mm-hmm. But thank y'all, man. Appreciate it.
1: I'm already searching for that fifth grade teacher for Royce. It's going to take a while. I'll find him. Don't you You worry about
2: me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yo, this is Lupe Fiasco, and uh, I'm 39 and a day.
2: This is Royce to 5'9", and I don't age.
1: This is Tom Frank. I will find every person in your past when the time has come. (laughs) We are out. That's our show for the week. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe or follow. Leave us a review and tell your friends to listen. The Lupe and Royce Show is a production of Say What Media. It's recorded and mixed by Claude Jennings. Our head writer is Lauren Sloat. I'm Tom Frank. And our theme music is by who else? Lupe Fiasco and Royce the 5-9.